Hello, hello, horny listeners. I'm Eve. I'm Adam. And this is Eve Owns Adam. We are coming at you with podcast number five today. Um, it has been quite a hiatus. Um, and I do want to, I'm so sorry for that. It's kind of my fault. We have gotten preoccupied with a new realm of BDSM and me being the dom, I kind of went full in on it and we have been very, very into that and spending pretty much every spare moment we have together, not talking to you guys. (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) Adam, would you like to tell them what this exciting uh exciting thing that we've we've delved into is and how much you've loved it oh very exciting um (laughs) so many of y'all know what locktober is and november yes which is essentially extended chastity locktober meaning i am locked in chastity for all of october and do you think you can come out in november no (laughs) no november it's uh I basically have been in chastity for the better part of eight weeks. Now she is kind enough to let me out periodically. And but And you've gotten to come. I have been able to come some, but I've the better part of eight weeks and two months, I mean, it's been I've been locked up. Yeah, oh no, you did not he never came out of chastity for more than like twenty four uh hours. In the very beginning we were a little worried about the safety of it. And so I was having him come out of it at night and certain times I was making him take it off so he could shower every day. Like he still is showering every day, but we found some tips that we're going to share. So everybody stay tuned and we're just going to keep rolling with this. All right, guys. So originally for this podcast, I had an idea of I really wanted to do something a little more lighthearted, a little more funny, um, talk about, you know, things that happen during chastity or during not chastity, but BDSM, where you just kind of have to laugh at yourself, take a step back. But that did not come to fruition like I had wanted it to. We were um, obviously doing TPE, enjoying ourselves, and... I've, we've mentioned before, we're both on FET, and you guys can look us up. I am Goddess Eve 32. And I am Eve's Adam. Eve's Adam, or, yeah. yeah. I don't know. If you find me on FET, I, it, clearly you can, find, you can find Adam through my profile. So we're on FET, and Adam comes to me one day, and he says, Hey, have you seen this trend on FET? And I had not. And he said, Have you heard of Locktober? And I think I had heard of it before, but it just not paid it a lot of attention. And so we both kind of laughed about it and toyed with the idea and said, oh, well, we could just do a week of (laughs) Locktober. We could do a week of it and just see how we like it. And so we did. We we had a chastity device already. Yeah, we bought one a couple of months ago and used it just for play. Just or periodically, yeah, yeah. When we went to when we went to the club, we used it there. We did, yes. Um, and we we would use it like leading up to a big scene. And initially, when we first started BDSM with me as the dom, I was finding <laughs> that Adam did not last nearly as long as he did as a dom. 
And that was frustrating to me. And I thought chastity <laughs> would solve that issue. It does not. That was, I thought, you know, I don't know why that was my, my thought process was maybe if it takes them longer to get there. I don't, I, I thought that that would happen. Maybe it's cause like for women, right? Like there's a buildup. Yeah. Not men. If, if you're locked away, all of a sudden you're unlocked. It's yeah. Yeah, you don't even have to move. Ready to rumble, <laughs> ready yeah. to rumble immediately. So the chastity device in the beginning did not have the effect that I thought or I had intended. I, I was ultimately looking for a way to make him last longer. So we ended up at that time playing with other toys and figuring other things out. But for October... We really did a lot of research, and I'll say I did not do as much as Adam, so I'll let him share some of like the more technical things he found, the things he can share for men, especially, like I will say Adam is not, and this is kind of one of the things that's held me back a lot, and being his dom, he does like humiliation and, and degradation, but he does not have a, a small dick at all. So I can't be like, look at your tiny dick. Like, oh, what a small little sub dick. Like, I can say it. But once he's been in chastity, it does make it a little smaller. But I think you can shed some light on, can guys with big dicks do this too? <laughs> so chastity devices come in different sizes. So you got to make sure you get the right size. And even the, uh, the ring that you have to put your balls through comes in different sizes. And that can be tricky, but... If you use a bunch of oil, a bunch of lube, take your time, go slow. You'll get used to it. There's Not a lube. Remember, you used lube and you didn't like it. It was too sticky. Oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too sticky. Yeah, I, I actually just use oil. Oil has been... So, um, was it baby's oil and you, you, sunflower oil? Sunflower oil, Typically yeah. what, what you use to slide it all on. And even if you get used to it and don't need it, if you're going to sleep in this device, I would go ahead and make sure it's, it's lubed up because, you know, you're going to get hard during the night and it's going to hurt if you don't have the proper lubrication for things to slide around. And I'm still learning that the hard way sometimes. I'll forget. And even last night, because it was the last night of November, <laughs> and I forgot to put the oil on after the shower and uh, it... Uh, it I woke up in, in pain, and that's something you have to get used to, really. You're going to get harder than night if you're a man, and it's going to hurt if you're in chastity. It's just part of the pain, but Eve likes for me to hurt for her, and I'm happy to hurt for her, so that's no problem. Um, my style is the cage style. There's a lot of different kinds, but I like the cage style. To me, it feels a lot more clean. I am a bit of a clean freak. I, my, I like to take pride in my hygiene i'm sure eve appreciates that yes so it's difficult to clean in any chastity cage but if you can kind of move the cage around scrub where you can and then use a q-tip to scrub in those hard to reach spots you can get it pretty clean most of the time yeah and i'll say so in the beginning one of my biggest concerns with him going for because what we had done, used it for was like long weekends without the kids we were like, oh, let's use the chastity device. We had never done extended chastity. So the first time we did it, you went four days, mm-hmm. took it off, showered. I mean, you were showering all those other days, but you took it off and cleaned it really well and just right. put it back on. And then another, 
And I don't think you came on that fourth day, did you? You went a whole week without coming that first time. Probably, yeah. And I am telling you that, like, we had a date that night, and we had sex that night after the week of him not coming, and the sex wasn't, like, off the scale for me, but, like, the orgasms I had leading up to it were amazing, and I think you said it was a great orgasm for you as well. I can't quite remember that specific time, but I'm sure it was. It probably didn't last long. <laughs> no, nothing has lasted long. <laughs> That's not been the name of the game. Intensity has been the name of the game. Length, not so much. So one thing that will make a man very, very submissive is taking away his dick. Yeah. And once you're locked up and you essentially don't have a dick, I mean, you are there just to serve just for her pleasure mm-hmm. and that's it and after a little while you learn to feel the pleasure she's feeling so now i'm begging to go down on her yeah. begging to make her come just so i can have some release like proxy through her yeah it's been really nice it's been a lot of, <laughs> it's been like eight weeks of like what you imagine being a man is like <laughs> like uh. please let me have sex with you <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, well, being like a really good looking man, maybe. I don't know. I guess there's men out there that don't get pestered for sex, but. Well, some of us did. (laughs) Before we became subs. Well, anyway, so that's kind of been, that's been a fun journey. And, uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about it? Do you want to talk about that date? That was a fun date. The night we went out to... The restaurant on the, uh-huh. on the beach? Yeah. Um, that was fun. So one one of the things that, as you get... The longer you're in chastity, the longer you go without coming, the deeper and deeper into submission you get. There's like different levels of it. And then it starts to kind of manifest itself out in public and around other people. So all of a sudden, I'm not just submissive around Eve. I'm just submissive. Right. Which is kind of a new thing for me because I'm not, yeah, you know, I, I typically hold myself a certain way. Yeah. Adam is, <clears throat> can I, can I describe you physically? Sure. More? Okay. Adam is six feet tall, 189 pounds, ripped, 40 years old. It does not matter where we go. We get carded. We're both, I'm in my thirties. He's 39. He's not quite 40 yet. We both get carded all the time and told, you don't look that old. So this is a this is a good-looking, naturally dominant man. And we're walking around and he's like, oh, what, what should I eat? What should I drink? What do you want me to wear? And and so this is this is not like him at all. Yeah, like where should I? Do you want to sit in this seat at the table or do I sit in yeah. there? And like, you, you just tell him what, what we're going to have. Yeah, and so I was like ordering for us, and I would order his drinks for him, order his food for him. I pick out food. It was kind of fun because, like, if I wanted something, we actually have similar taste in food. We like mm-hmm. very similar food, so a lot of times we'll be looking at the same thing on the menu. But it was fun because I would be like, "I'm gonna get this, you're gonna get this, and we'll try a little of each," you know. So it was constantly like. Having the control over the relationship, it was a, it was an interesting dynamic shift, or, or just like that deep of control, just down to what do you wear and what do you put in your mouth. And he would text me days 
when he's so he has a job where he's away from me for some of the days and he texts me and say what what should I have for lunch and I'm not eating that lunch <laughs> I don't know but I have to make a decision for him so it was it was a it was a lot to do but it was so fun I I thoroughly enjoyed it and yeah he did start just being more subby but in the same in the same sense I think I started being more dominant publicly and around people yeah this is almost always now when we were reversed when I was the sub yeah it carried over into our public life very obviously right but now with me as the dom I don't think our roles necessarily transition publicly but I will say I think even our families have started noticing this Especially the kids. Yeah, the kids have noticed a little bit that I'm more, not that I'm submissive, but I would say that I'm a lot softer. Yeah, and they'll come up and ask me things instead, you know, and um, the oldest noticed that we were being like, not that we were, but that his dad was being more lovey and touchy and complimentary towards me. And these are things that his dad typically wouldn't do. And he's experienced, you know, some time around us. And he's like, what is this? (laughs) He was not impressed. So it has changed almost every aspect of our lives. Yep. I agree with that. It has. And there were times where I had so much sub-anxiety that I could barely even think or function. Yeah. You know, I had to totally rely on her. It's just, it's very strange to be a man and not have a dick for a couple months. Yeah. So... Uh, but she was, she stepped up to the task and was able to dom. We had some really hard scenes in there. Yes. Some really good scenes and maybe we'd do a different episode on some of that. Yeah. But, um, chastity is a game changer really in, in femdom. It really is a game changer. Um, so much comes into it. Like, obviously I don't last as long like we said. And. But you just look for, just because it's not a long sexual intercourse doesn't mean that there isn't a long scene oh right yeah yeah Yeah, you can have like and i think there's i think it's been a way of finding our way around that because used to like if i was the sub i would go down on you for a really long time and then you know maybe you would but but it's 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 all been changed and uprooted so there is a little bit of difference and but there's still ways to make our time together longer even if the sex is kind of just the cherry on top it is and i don't mind saying that i would just wear a strap on yeah to, to replace my dick yeah you know because i i know it's not going to last as long so so uh, that's a pretty simple workaround there yeah um what about if they want to get started in chastity or what i would say um, whoever, well, obviously the man's going to be, so I was going to say whoever the sub is going to do a lot of research, <laughs> but I, I don't think there's, well, there's women out there getting put in chastity. Never mind. Let's, let's take a step back. There are those devices I, are a bit different. I, yeah. I yeah. can't speak to the devices. I can't speak to the cleaning elements or anything like that. But, um, if you want to get started in chastity, I would say have a very open and honest discussion with your partner about it. That's the first thing. Um, and start talking about what your limits on chastity are and um, start looking at devices and looking at researching kind of pros and cons of each one. There's metal, there's plastic, there's different styles. There's a more open style like the cage that Adam was talking about. There are flat plastic ones. 
Um, there's some that like can, sh they say they'll shrink your penis down and make it smaller. Um, so just, I would start doing some research into that. Now, is there something you want to say here? As far as looking for devices go, if you don't have one, spend a little bit more money and get one with an integrated lock. Yeah. That's I would a good, say that. That is a good. Because you have this like small padlock that in certain situations or certain articles of clothing can be visible through the clothes. Also, if you're exercising, jogging, running, whatever, it's like... The sweat. Well, no, it's like jingle all the time. Jing, 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 jing. Well, okay, and the other thing I was going to say is, is, is Adam's actually really, really handy and can fix pretty much anything. However, if you're not a very handy person... You might get stuck in that cage. Do you remember the day? <laughs> yeah. The, Where we the couldn't lock, even yeah. get the key in the padlock because of the sweat. And it had started to corrode in the the actual mm -hmm. interworkings of the lock. Yeah, into the keyhole itself. And yeah. so Adam had to go in and clean it out and use WD-40 and some of this other stuff. If you're not, if you don't have that kind of stuff on hand, you might well be screwed until you can get to a hardware store. So just bear those things in mind. The The next thing, so that's all kind of like the the actual nuts and bolts. <laughs> nuts. <laughs> the nuts and bolts of chastity that I'd say, like, that's the first thing to really experiment with. Um, the, the, the other thing, the other side of it, the emotional side of it, is kind of what Adam said and... I, on that date that night, I took some recordings because it, he just sounded so different. He sounded like a different human. I never, this is only one week into chastity. Everything I said was, well, do you just, well, whatever you want. I, I, I would say something like I got distracted and I wanted to move out onto the front porch when we were making this recording. And I said, Adam, do you want to, you want to go outside? He goes, I want to go wherever you want to go. And it's just, well, the re long story short, the recordings never made it they were silent i don't know why <laughs> what happened there was something we talked about in the car that was pretty substantial you're we you're trying to explain yeah we'll have to come back to it in a different yeah. anyways what i would say is the idea of how deep your sub can get in subspace i would be like well are you too deep into subspace do you want to come out of chastity i never want to come out of chastity i want to be like this always for you like, well, that's not a reasonable answer. Yeah, can't be in chastity for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So you have to know when is your sub gone too far, when to kind of smack him in the face and bring him back. So I think that's another very important thing to watch out for with chastity. Don't go too far too deep. If you've not been in a BDSM relationship for very long, I would not recommend chastity. I would Straight say, out the bat. I would say just do a day at a time. Yeah. Wear it for a day. See how it goes. And plus, just physically wearing it's going to feel so different. You need to get used to it. Mm -hmm. you know, like it takes a while. Now, I got to the point where I don't even notice it anymore. Yeah, and actually when we would take it off, he'd say he missed it. Yeah, I would miss it because I'm just so used to the feeling of now. We have a very heavy, heavy cage. cage yeah. So I, I can feel it always pulling on me. So um, I would start to miss it. Uh, but... What's going on? You lost your train of thought? I did. I kind of lost it. Well, I'll hop in here. Okay, go ahead. One of the things with the recordings was I was just so interested in how he sounded before he came. 
the idea was we were going to go home that night. He was going to come. And I wanted to record him after and, like, how not subby he was. Mm-hmm. And he was so not subby he didn't even want to record. He was tired. <laughs> like, he was like, oh, no, I'm good. We were, in <laughs> fairness, we were both good. We were both tired and ready to go to sleep. But if I had asked him before, do you want to record before you come? I'll do anything for you. I'll do anything for you. Yeah. And then after he came, I was like, do you want to record? And he was like, oh, we'll get to it tomorrow. <laughs> like, so it did not matter. Like, I would have done it if you said, no, we're going to record. But True, you know, yes. Offering for my opinion, I would get it. Whereas before I came, and she asked me my opinion, would be whatever she would want. Yeah, so it was it was a life-changing experience. Uh, not one we are going to forget quite quickly we will be revisiting it yeah i have a feeling that i'll be in chastity extended again in no time because (laughs) she loves me in chastity it was very fun it was very fun it was nice to have somebody so attentive men are not very attentive usually so it was nice yep yep um there was one more point i was going to make well we kind of hinted on it it was just about the the dom recognizing how deep in subspace they are and it's a big responsibility because they could we talked a few times about how easily this could lead to abuse oh yeah because i would have in fact there's a few times she was concerned that i i would not say yellow or red i would not use a safe word yeah I and i was pushing him like really hard and i would just have to stop when i knew it was too far yeah so, so. there's a huge responsibility on the part of the dom yes i would say that's very true as always that never goes away. That never goes away. Yeah. Doms always have a lot of respons- responsibility. And if you're a dom and you don't think that, you should not be a dom. I agree with that. It's... I can point blank say that. <laughs> if you yeah. don't feel responsibility as a dom, you're playing a role. You're not in BDSM. Yeah, you, I mean... You're a kinkster. And that's fine. But you have to recognize. Don't go around and tell men or women that you're a DOM or a DOMME if you're not prepared to take on that responsibility. Yeah, it, it's responsibility borderline burden sometimes i mean it can be but sometimes in return though you get a person you know you know in complete service to you so yeah so october and november so do we have time for some questions from our instagram or from set we're at 22 minutes into this episode we have we have time I only have one question from our Instagram. Okay. Do I cam? Yeah, that's the only one I've gotten so far. Do you cam? Yeah, I've gotten four different men asking me, do you cam? Huh. No, I fucking don't. <laughs> All right, so that there's four questions for I you have guys. Cash app, I'll cam. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that on a camera. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's got uh, HD cameras now. <laughs> no, you don't want to see my dick all bruised and... and That's not true. His dick is not bruised. Chastity is no, not going to no. bruise When I you. first take it out, it is all... Uh, what's the right word? I don't know. It has these indentations from the cage, though. All, it looks Do all, you want to know what I really think it looks like? It looks all fucked up and deformed. Not like, like it doesn't actually... Oh my god, this is really, really dark. Whatever. Are you ready? Let's do it. It's like... <laughs> it's really bad. It's like a newborn. <laughs> it's uh, been sh- crammed down into something and it comes out and you're expecting it to look one way. 
It's like wrinkled and shitty and got like cone head and yeah. like yeah, misshapen. Yeah, it takes a little while for And you're it like, to... oh, it'll it'll be cute eventually. <laughs> like Wow <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I it, told you it was fucked up. Yeah, when it comes out it, it first out of that cage, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a little pretty cone-headed. rough. It's pretty rough, and with the cage indentions all in it, it's purple, and I have bruised, and it's, you know, anyway. You don't, you don't bruise. I have where the pinch points are sometimes. Oh, oh, yes, yeah, that, and we did have an injury at one point, so we had to, we had to go a couple days without wearing it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's another thing to be ready for, like, going into chastity. It takes practice. Because it's going to take practice. There's going to be bumps in the road. Be flexible. If you're the dom, and I'm I'm a very nurturing, easygoing kind of dom. I'm not a hard, you know, toe Until line. she starts drinking. That's not true. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get the bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a really hard dom. So, for me, it's very easy to play by ear, but I know there are doms out there that are just much more naturally dominant. You know, if you're taking the BDSM test, you're falling 100% dominant, not somewhere in the switch level, and and going with the flow might be a little bit more difficult for you. Understand your sub is going through this for you, love them for it, and, and give them some wiggle room and grace room if this is the first time you're trying it, because it... it can't be not painful. It looks like it's painful. It is. So. It is. All right. That's what we got for chastity. Maybe next time we'll talk about some of the harder scenes we've had. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about it. All right. Ooh, taco. You want to get some tacos? Let's get tacos. We'll do another podcast later. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. We'll see you next time.